We're talking peppers today with Debbie Flower, our favorite retired horticultural college professor. And Debbie, people are losing blossoms on their pepper plants. John writes in. We don't know where John is writing from. People, if you send us an email, tell us where you live because all gardening is local. Thank you very much. Uh, John writes in and says, when those pepper flowers are open, I pollinate by hand. And sometimes as I'm brushing the flower, it falls off. My first guess is that I'm overwatering them. Please give me your opinion. If he's guessing he's overwatering, then I think he should look into that first. Figure out, you know, how deeply his water is is penetrating into his soil. Potentially, he should put some water less often and put some mulch on top of the soil so he can water even less often than that. Uh, but it's you're right. We don't know where he's from, and that, that makes it somewhat difficult to... Uh, answers question but there are some real basic things that that cause peppers to drop their flowers and in order for them to form fruit they have to first have a flower the flower has to be pollinated which means pollen has to uh, enter the uh, stigmatic surface these are you know technical names you don't really need to know but pollen has to move from the anther to the stigmatic surface travel down there unite with the um the ovum in that flower and form a baby, basically. And the baby is the fruit that we eat. The pollination peppers are are generally self-pollinating. They do benefit from having uh, a pollinator, a thing that brings the pollen from one flower to another one. And that's the job that John was tasking himself with by uh, doing the pollination the three things that I think of that come to mind why those flowers would fall off would be that they're not getting pollinated. Actually, there's four things. Uh, they're not getting pollinated, which is kind of actually really temperature dependent. And that's one of the four things. Temperature. They grow best. They pollinate best. They make fruit best between the temperatures of 58 and 85 degrees Fahrenheit. That's a very nice range, <laughs> but un- unpractical. Impractical. Right. Impractical. Right. <laughs> Impractical. Thank yes. you. That's the word. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And also, if, if night times get temperatures uh, stay above 75 degrees Fahrenheit, which happens in humid uh, temperate zone places. So sometimes it would happen, let's say, in New Jersey when I lived there, then they will not uh, also will not uh pollinate the flowers. So the, the, they are very temperature dependent. And that's very common in many of the things that we grow in the vegetable garden, that the setting of these fruit, the pollination and the setting of the fruit is very much temperature dependent. If the temperature's wrong, if there's the pollen is not moving for some reason, if there's too much nitrogen uh, fertilizer in the soil, nitrogen is for green growth. And that if there's too much of it compared to other nutrients in the soil, then the plant will uh, stop making fruit and revert to just becoming a nice big bushy green thing. And the other is irregular watering, which is too much or too little watering. Well, that's three things. Three things. Well, four was the fourth one was the pollination. But you're right. It's really part of the temperature. Yeah. Okay. Can I add another? Self-pollinating. Sure. I can add another one, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. Is the plant getting sun or is it in full shade? Oh, good point. Good point. Yes, they do need sun to grow, and without it, they won't. If you've ever had a plant that flowers and you, it, you 
planted in the sh- a shady spot in the yard, you don't get flowers. Yeah. <laughs> they just don't produce enough energy in the green parts of the plant in order to produce the flower. Flowers and fruit, in most cases, do not make their own food. And peppers, sweet peppers, are often green when we eat them. Those are actually unripe peppers. You can, If you leave a pepper on the plant, it will change color to yellow and then to red, although there are varieties that will change to other colors like purple and orange. And they get sweeter. Um, but, and they get sweeter, yes. And they, this, the uh, pepper gets a little bit softer as well. At that point, when it's green, it will make some food, but not enough to support itself. So that pepper, that fruit, and that flower, which is white, are relying on the green parts of the plant to feed it so that it can grow, so that it can exist. And if the plant is, for any reason, unable to make enough food to support this additional structure, then it'll drop the structure uh, to save the rest of the plant. So it isn't a case of of John. He he mentions brushing the flower. He's not brushing it so hard. He's knocking the flower off. That flower was ready to fall off. That's what I'm assuming. Mm. Uh, flowers and fruit are typically uh, hard to remove if they're not ready to come off. That's okay. a good test for uh, like fruit trees. Uh, if you can't remove the peach easily, then it, the peach is probably not completely ripe yet. If the flower can pollinate itself, mm-hmm. I, there, I would think there would have to be some sort of momentum, if you will, to move that pollen from within the flower. It's not a case of having to move the pollen from one flower to another flower. That single flower has both the male and female parts so that it could fertilize itself without any help from the outside, correct? Correct. Yes, correct. All right. But, but it I would still think... has two different structures in it. Right. And pollen is only ripe for a short while of a few minutes, maybe a few hours in one day. And the stigmatic surface where that pollen has to move to is only receptive, will only accept the pollen for a short period of time. And so you want those two things in order for the flower to pollinate itself. Those two things have to happen at the same time. And that's where temperature comes in. When the temperature is too low, the parts grow at a, at a different rate, and they uh, the pollen ripens at a, at a different time than the stigmatic surface is ready to receive it. When it's too hot, the other way around. The parts grow too fast, they grow right past each other before they are uh, one is they are both ready before the stigmatic surface is receptive, and the pollen is also ready to be moved. It's the temperature regulates the rate of the activity in that flower. And if it happens in the right rate, then you get a fruit. If it happens at the wrong rate, cold temperatures mean slower, warm temperatures mean faster. If it happens at the wrong rate, then the flower does not pollinate. I would think that there has to be some sort of momentum for the male part of the flower to get to the female part of the flower. And I would think in normal situations, it would be a wind or a breeze might be able to do that. But if that pepper plant is so crammed in with other plants that the the wind can't get through them, that might inhibit that pollination. Yes, that's very true. Uh, Movement plants are are native to outdoors and they are used to moving in the wind and when animals brush past them and all that sort of stuff. And so, yes, if they're jammed in there and can't move, 
then that movement won't happen. And that movement is helpful to uh, the pollination, to the transfer of pollen. Having insects visit the flowers to get the nectar, which is typically what they want, they uh, happen to transfer pollen, but they're there for the nectar. Having insects there shakes the plant as well. Spacing the plants correctly, and peppers should be about 18 inches apart. If you're going to keep them a long time, you may want them three feet apart because they can grow to be, be very large plants. So you want to space them so that they get enough sun, space them so they get enough air movement, and that also helps preventing uh, diseases like leaf spot diseases. And you want to um, have things around flowers, preferably, like zinnias, for instance, uh, flowers that attract uh, other the insects that will come and look for the nectar. They're not necessarily pepper pollinators, but when they're in there looking for the nectar, they're shaking that plant around, and that's helpful. I think when you actually buy pepper plants or you start pepper plants from seed on the instruction packets, it will tell you how far apart those particular plants should be spaced. In fact, let me yes. reach over here. Ah, come over here to my box of seeds, and let me find the my stack of pepper seeds. Oh, parsnips. I got to plant those. And here's a packet from Renee's Garden of her Sweet Bell Peppers. And uh, very extensive instructions on the back of the packet. And in Renee's Garden Pepper uh, Packets, they mentioned to plant out two to two and a half feet apart into rich soil in full sun. So that seems reasonable. Wow. Two, two to two and a half feet is is she's not the taskmaster master you are with three feet uh, and, and nor is she the you know the the lenient father like i am who plants peppers 18 inches apart wishing now i had planted them two feet apart i read some advice that suggested start them out uh, at 18 inches apart and then uh if you're if you have a long growing season uh and these peppers are going to mature into big plants remove every other one halfway through the season oh yeah like somebody's gonna do that right it, it's a it's a very difficult thing to do because you have this lovely producing plant to just go in and whack it out so uh, and spacing may also depend on where you are uh, in very very hot places i like to plant the peppers more uh close together because they shade each other and a, and a problem with peppers in a hot sunny place is that they can become sunburned in places that are more humid and don't get quite as hot, then I uh, space them further apart because you want the air to flow through and dry the leaves off. So it depends. The spacing can depend on where you are. Debbie Flower, we solved somebody's pepper problems, I think. Thanks for your help on this. Oh, you're so welcome.